I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. It is my mate bought a toaster. Hello, welcome back. Tom Price here with you as ever. And this week, this week I'm joined by the very lovely, very Welsh, which is, you know, important, uh, a brilliant stand-up comic, uh, Leroy Brito. Hello, Leroy. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Tom? Old friend. I'm all right, mate. Yeah, old, old buddy, old pal. Now, uh, Leroy, we, of course, met on the set of um, Tourist Trap, the BBC Wales comedy stratospheric superstar uh, uh vehicle which lasted for two series yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, that went well. yeah. um uh how, how are you what's going on with you i mean i feel like we should give the audience a bit of context of your life at the moment because uh it's fair to say that you you have the first legit excuse for having to leave the podcast halfway through yes um my wife is due tomorrow so we are ready to go Wow, I know. bags packed. I know. So, and as if as if that wasn't already, you know, my, I'm getting sort of empathetic blood pressure rising here. Just the idea of that makes me feel stressed. But then throw into that, what else has just happened well, this morning? About Twenty just- minutes ago, we got a text message from the school to say that my four year old's class there's been a case of COVID. So collect the children and self isolate. So my commitment to the craft is my wife is on the phone to the midwife unit at the moment whilst I'm talking with Tom. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is uh, just such a damning indictment of uh, pe- people doing comedy. Just the fact that, like, I really want to do my comedy podcast. I know that essentially family life is having something of an upheaval at the, mo- upheaval at the moment, but I've got to nip next door and talk about things I've bought on Amazon. Yeah, I, to be honest, um, this is under duress. Um, you did say to me that, you know, I'd never work in this industry again if I didn't do the podcast. So <laughs> here I am. I do have that power. Yeah. I, I've got the email in my drafts, yeah. just so you know. And before we start, can I just say thank you as well? Because you looked after me on Taurus Trap. It was my first time on set and you were very... Um, What's, what's the word? Accommodating and also medicated. Give, give, not given as well, because obviously with with you know it was improv, and you could have just taken over. But you know we we set each other up, and as comics we can see how it works. So thank you for looking yeah. after me, mate. No, not at all. I mean, I, I didn't take over because unfortunately I don't have the talent to take over. So <laughs> if I had that, you you'd have, wouldn't have had a chance. Yeah. Um, no, it was you were fantastic. It was it was amazing. We were doing this um, improv comedy thing for BBC Wales and. I think about sort of six hours in, you sort of turned to me and just quietly went, this is my first time on set. And I was like, cool, that's the cameraman. All the best. <laughs> okay, listen, Leroy Brito, we're going to go back into your past. Are you ready? Are you ready to go time traveling yeah, with me? Yeah, I'm looking forward. Let's go back now then to 2008. That is your first ever purchase, mm-hmm. right? 
Okay. Uh, and you bought on the 10th of December, 2008. Oh, it's nice that sometimes you've got to buy a Christmas present for yourself. And this is clearly what you've done. The Rescue Pals Swim to Me Puppy. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, um, I've still got it in the box. I, I'm too scared to open it. I love it. <laughs> so this is like a little plastic dog with big, sad-looking eyes and some and some swimming goggles that you put on it. And the idea is that you put it in the water and then what, its little legs just... <laughs> and then it sort of swims towards you. I think so. I'm just trying to wrap my brain in terms of who I would have bought that for. Because 2008, mm. my... Well, yeah, my, it would be my eldest at nine years old. So, yeah, so it would be my eldest. Right, okay. Yeah. Uh, the question's here. There's only one question that's on the, the customer's Q&A. <laughs> this has got some damning reviews. Question is, is it worth the money? The answer, no, no. definitely not. How much was it in 2008? Um... Hey, that's a good question. Uh, one second. It cost you 25 quid. That was a lot of money back 20. in 2008. So uh, <laughs> It was. It was because that was just after the crash had happened. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. you know, maybe this was you buying it as an attempt to go and, you know, entertain people on the streets for, for change. Yeah. That's what we were all doing back then. <laughs> Leroy and his dancing dog. Yeah, there you go. Look at this. This is amazing. All the reviews, one star. Steaming pile of puppy excrement. <laughs> Seriously, take heed from the title. This is the first ever review I've written for Amazon as I came across this during a search for something else. And it reminded me it was my public duty. I purchased this for my daughter as a much nagged for Christmas present and only because it was half price on Amazon, not because I thought it would be any good. How little I knew, even with that cynical view. Wow. Once I got, once we got in the local pool, it didn't so much swim as bob up and down on its side like a half dead puppy getting carried away on the you, tide. You took it to the local pool. <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> what, what kind of parent does that I was willing to put up with that though once I saw the look of delight on my daughter's face as she swam after it then when she got bored of it she went to switch it off to save the batteries mummy except it wouldn't and proceeded to swim demonically across the pool uh, poolside area with the whole pool congregation looking on in anticipation of me doing something about it which I couldn't so we took it home tinkered with it, and after about an hour, we eventually had to disassemble it. I think they put the uh, swimming puppy to sleep. Oh, wow. That's the vibes I'm getting there. Wow. That's That's hilarious. um, That's the whole lifespan of owning the pet. (laughs) Yeah, in one (laughs) afternoon. Yeah. The experience. (laughs) Oh, mate, it'd be hilarious to go down the pool with with your actual dog, just like, without even referencing it, just jump in. Come on, let's go. Come on, Polly. Off we go and just have a lovely swim. (laughs) Just seeing the looks on people's faces. Um, all right, so I think it's fair to say the uh, Rescue Pals Swim to Me puppy, um, that's your first ever purchase on Amazon, and hopefully things get better, Lee, right? Yeah, hopefully. That was um, started at the bottom, wasn't it? And look at this, 26th of February, 2009, the snowball, Warren Buffett, yes. and the, the business of life. Talk to me about the business of life, Leroy. What a book. It's very in-depth in terms of his story, but also his, um, his strategy in terms of investing. Um, oh, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't have any money at that time, but I did buy the book um, and I read through it. And I actually, I think I, I let somebody from work borrow it and I haven't had it back yet. Um, yeah. You shouldn't have invested in that friendship. So what's his name? Dan. Dan from Admiral. If you're listening, <laughs> you owe me a book. <laughs> Do you ever phone the Admiral call centre? That's the first thing you ask. Are you Dan? All right. Okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I do, whenever I do phone Admiral, because I used to work there over 10 years ago, I always make it yeah. known that I used to work there and I know the, you know, the discounts, et cetera. Oh, come on. Share, share it with the class. So what happens if I'm phoning up an insurance company like Admiral, say? Yeah, yeah. What, 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 do, what, what are the code things that I can say, like put me through to the manager? Does no, that actually work? No, no, no. Just so, so usually I say I used to work in outbound. So you're using like terminology that they use. You know, I used to work in outbound. 
any chance. Outbound. What does that mean? What does outbound mean? Outbound calls. So I was outbound sales calls. So uh, okay. I was the person phoning you up saying, you know, the insurance is due. Um, did, did you want breakdown cover? But yeah, that type of thing. So anyway, you see, you used to work in outbound, build up a rapport and make sure that you're really happy with their service because everybody's listening to the call to check on their service levels. Really? What so what things are they looking yes. for with the service levels? So they're listening they're listening to see if the cut if you can build rapport with the customer. Ah. They're listening to see if you're answering all the queries, if you're using the customer's name, if the customer you know feels really comfortable with you. So I make sure that I I almost walk them through the call. Amazing. So I know that they're getting their points. This is like this is like call center Jedi mind tricks. I love this. Yes, a hundred percent. hundred percent. Always always nice and polite, you know, especially because I'm in I'm in Cardiff, so usually they're in Cardiff in an admiral. So it's like, oh, where are you from? And building up rapport, yeah. and then I go in for the bang, the judo move. Go on, what is that? Outbound What's- discount. <laughs> Can I get an outbound discount on this, brother? <laughs> Can I get? I get, mate. I've literally, Leroy. Oh, I've got a piece of paper in front of me, and all it says is outbound discount. And I know that in like six months' time, I'm going to look at that piece of paper and think, what the fuck does that mean? Outbound yeah. discount. So. <laughs> So you lead them along over the course of the phone call, make them think the rapport's really strong between the two of you because it's being listened mm-hmm. into. And at the yeah. end, say, can I get... And so what, what should an outbound discount be? What sort of percentage should we be thinking of it? Well, you're looking at like 5 to 10%. <laughs> so on a £300 insurance. <laughs> yeah, I wanted more. I, want, I was hoping yeah, you'd be it's like... A lot, it's a lot of work. I, hope, I, I, yeah, I, I was looking for like 60%, mate. That's, that is disappointing. No, it's nothing, nothing like that at all. That is disappointing. No. Um, how long were you at the call centre for then? Um, at Admiral, I was there for a year. I think it was just a year. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, it wasn't that long, but I've made friends, friends for life. I actually done my first ever gig whilst I was at Admiral. Oh yeah, so I, I made my I made my transformation from civilian to comic. It must have been difficult doing your first ever gig and getting to the end of the gig and and sort of resisting the temptation to say, right, is there anything else I can help you with today? Yeah, like that's <laughs> that's tricky. Um, my my name's Leroy, yeah. and we'll receive you'll receive a feedback email shortly. <laughs> if you could uh, give us five five out of five, that'd be great. Um, still in two thousand and ten now though. Um, so we've we've looked okay. we've looked at Warren Buffett. Now in two thousand and ten, we're looking at the four hour work week. Escape the nine to five. Live anywhere and join the new rich. This sounds like a sort of Bitcoin shonky dream. Here. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was, I was working in the call center and we were really not enjoying the long shifts in the call center. It wasn't the long shifts, it was the, the rubbish shifts. So they would make you do like 11 till 8 p.m. Uh. So that's your whole day just gone because you can't do anything in the morning. Yeah. And then you're working all day and it was, yeah, it was, I was going through a tough time in my life. I needed an escape. Yeah, yeah. And, and were you like working, how many days a week were you doing those shifts? Well, this is the thing. They used to make you, they used to time everything that you do in the call center. Oh. So if you needed the break, um, you'd have to put in a code into the phone called clerical codes. And you put a phone in, a code in for, you know, a tea break, a toilet break, and they'd measure you every day and how much you actually worked. And you'd have to owe them time at the end of the week. What? So they'd make you come in on a, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they'd make you come in on a Saturday or a Sunday to work your hour and 20 minutes. So this this wasn't really sitting well with me, especially because every Thursday they would take an hour and make you have forced fun. What? So they would do like, yeah. So I'd be like, well, can I just make up my time? Yeah. You know? Yeah, it was, it was, what, it was odd. What sort of forced fun were you made to go and do? That's awful. Oh man, it was quizzes. Oh. There were, um, 
making the crazy people in the office do forward rolls and count how many forward rolls they can do, all that type of stuff. So I, myself and a few other people, we we started just making our own little group away from everybody else and just like uh, we'd have a chat. Just smoking in that. the corner. Yeah, it was more. It was more just like you know, civilized and just refined fun. Right. Okay. Sitting around because, as you know, for a comedian, like we're we're moody. We don't want people telling us how to have fun. No, no, absolutely. I want to. Uh, yeah, I, I want to create fun around me, but not actually have any fun myself. It's weird. Yeah. We're sort of fun voyeurs, yeah. aren't we, comedians? Yeah. Yeah. Strange, yeah. strangely psychotic, to be honest. What else have we got here? The Disney Cars Walking Talking Lighting McQueen, thirty quid. May 2010. Oh yeah, yeah, classic. That was for my son. Oh, so 2010, he would have been five. Yeah. So he would have been just into racing cars and those type of things. So I went all out and didn't get the cheap one. I bought the 30 quid one. <laughs> Listen, son, it's important to you know to buy kids the expensive present. But if you do do that, you've got to tell them it's the expensive one. That's that seems to be my rule. If they end up with like an 80 quid bit of Lego for a birthday or Christmas, I'm such a terrible parent. I always say this one is pricey. All right. This is this is good Lego. Yeah. This mate, enjoy this. Do you, do your kids get confused when you say pricey though? Because that could be on it now. <laughs> Not really a fun dad. Open your present, just so you know. Yeah, this one's pricey. Just... <laughs> We've uh, had to skip out on the Sunday dinner this year. <laughs> that is what I do. Toaster. All right, third of November, twenty ten. The new Apple iPod Touch, one hundred and seventy nine pounds. Oh. Kaching. Yes, yes. So that would have been when the iPod first came out. And as you said to me at the gig last year, you you know I love my tech. Mm. So this was just so futuristic for me. Yeah. Um, And I had to get it. It was amazing. They, um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I still reminisce on, you know, just the actual being able to just touch things and photos coming up and it was amazing. Yeah, I know, I know. I remember the first, you do remember your sort of first time you, you, played around with an Apple device, whether whether it was the phone or the iPod Touch like this. And it was it was magical. Like, we were so lucky yeah, yeah. to go through the, the magic of seeing... I remember my my mate walking past, James Barkman, comedy actor, walked past me in Soho, and he was looking at his, his old scroll wheel iPod, uh, but it was the first iPod that had video on it, and he was... Oh, watch- they, were, they were sick, yeah. He was watching The West Wing, and I, I just couldn't get over it. Like, I, it was it was magic. It was magic. Yeah, and I think, yeah. I think we've become so used to it. It's a shame because we, sh- we, need to, we need to remember. We need to remember that. Yeah, you can imagine it. When we were kids, if somebody described an iPhone to us and put an iPhone into our hands and everything that you could do, yeah. they'd get locked up. <laughs> they, they would get locked up. You'd, you'd say, and you're watching videos from where? And you're listening to who? Yeah. And oh, it's just, yeah. It's, it's amazing. If someone said to you, I've so got... my first Apple device was an yeah, old on. school blue MacBook. Remember those those clam books? Yes, I had one of those. Oh my god, beautiful, beautiful. It's funny to get that gadget nostalgia. Well, I'm thinking about now going backwards and getting the iPhone 12 Mini, the smaller version, just because. Mm. I don't need the huge phone anymore. I just don't feel like I need it. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. People are starting to... I think we've come as far as we need to go. I think that's 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 a thing with tech now. Yeah. It's, it's too much. It's like the Big Bang. Everything's expanding now. Everything's going to start yeah. retracting. Yeah, that's so true, isn't it? Yeah. We're on the edge of the universe. That is, a, We've really sexed up technology here, Leroy. That is... Yeah, we're 13.8 billion years into technology. <laughs> 
Uh, good. All right. Okay. Let's move on then. Uh, see what else have we got in 2010? Stand-up comedy: the secret to being a successful comedian. Look at this. It's it's oh, starting, was, mate. Yes, it's starting. It's the it's the, the juices. Um, I've always always wanted to do stand-up, but life gets in the way, and having kids quite early. Yeah. You know, you're just always, I suppose, in the rat race. And then just coming towards my 30th, I suppose, or 20, yeah, just coming towards my 30th, yeah. I started thinking I, I need to get on and do this. Did people think you were mad or did, did people, because a lot of comics aren't actually that funny in real life. You are funny yeah, in real yeah. life. So were people like, oh yeah, he's funny. Or were people like, no, mate, come on, just, you, you should really stick it being an admiral you're very you're, you're very good <laughs> you, you you've got one of the best outbound records you, mate. you get <laughs> yeah well it's funny because the people who really know me um my guard's down and i can be funny to them yeah but i am quite um just reserved around people i don't really know so a lot of people i know quite a lot of people but they you know they're acquaintances more than anything else mm. so they were all surprised and people are still surprised now when they find out i do comedy um because in real life, I can be a little bit quiet and just like not, you know, on stage, Leroy. So why did you have that urge to do it then? Always wanted to, even watching as, you know, as a kid, just watching like Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy. Um, it was always something I thought like they were superheroes. Yeah. And it was just something, you, you know, I just didn't think there was, there was too much of a gap between who I thought I was and where they were. Yes. Um, and then as I say, life gets in the way, you know, you have kids, you've got uni, you're just in the rat race of, of making sure you're giving that outbound discount. And then you realize I need to, I need to get, yeah, I was going, I was just turned to 30. So I think I went to Singapore to see my uncle, um, in September of 2009 or 2010, it may have been. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was seriously considering moving out to Singapore and starting again, I wrote a list in terms of what I need to do because my older children would still be here. So I'd be earning money over there to, to support them. And I wrote a list. And then at the bottom was like, I need to try stand up. And that was, I tried stand up and I thought I can't move away from the UK. I need to be doing this here. Um, instead of trying stand up in in Mandarin or wherever they speak in, in Singapore. <laughs> and so it began. It was on a list. Of- just just caveat as well. I know obviously Singapore's not Chinese, but there's a big Chinese community in yeah. Singapore, yeah. just in case you start getting cancelled over here. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> All right, look, we're crashing through now into 2011, Leroy Brito on My Mate Bought a Toaster. A great year. You've bought some great books, Investing in Shares for Dummies. That's August 2011. How's that going? Yeah, yeah. I've... Um- I've stopped investing in particular companies and, and trust more robo investors these days because oh. I, I haven't got the experience to to pick a share and to act like I'm Gordon Gecko. So yeah, it was good experience. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Um, the oh, look at this. This is a classic Shaw SM58 vocal microphone. Now that is that's a lovely microphone oh, right that's there. A classic. Oh, gorgeous microphone. The things you can say into that microphone. Yes. Um, great resonance coming from that. Yeah. So I would have. A sure microphone. That would have been just when I started stand-up. Uh-huh. And any new stand-up thinks that they know everything and set, set up their own night. And that's what I've done. And I bought myself a mic and a mic stand and cracked on. And you got yourself a stand-up night. Where where was that then? That's that's a pretty steep learning curve, isn't it? Okay. So this, this is for people in the know in Cardiff. And I was only new to this, but it was one of the best nights in Cardiff, <laughs> if I'm completely honest. Um, it was called Below the Deck. And... Do you, do you do you come back to Cardiff, Tom, or are you, are you still in exile? Oh, they won't let me back in. 
Yeah, I mean, they okay. literally okay. won't. That is, COVID has been invented to keep me out of Cardiff. But no, I do, I've been yeah. back to Cardiff plenty, yeah. Okay, so it's down, it's down the bay. So it's actually, is the next street from where I grew up in. Um, so this was just by the police station down the bay. Yeah, we filmed um, Torchwood there. And there's a building and, it, and there's, yeah, and there's a, there's a coffee shop called Below the Deck. And it was downstairs in there. And it was a small room, low ceiling, dark. And we used to fit, it could, you know, in the daytime, you'd get like 15 people having coffee there. Mm. In the evening, we had like um, 50 people coming in, 60 people coming into a small sweaty room. Oh. It was amazing. Um, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, 2012. Oh, look at this. You've got a real penchant. Leroy, for, for Roman stuff. The Roman Forum. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. The Colosseum. You love all those. There's, there's loads of books, actually, over all of your all of your purchase history. What, what's that all about? Oh, I just love, I love antiquity. I love the grandeur and um, just the fact that these, these buildings, this infrastructure, the ideas, you know, the legends of people are still around. Um, so, yeah, anything Mediterranean antiquity, all the way back, you know, further from ancient Egypt to Alexander the Great to the Romans. Mm. I, I love all that. Yeah. yeah, look at this. Alexander's Tomb, the 2,000-year obsession to find the lost conqueror. This is... Oh, that's one of my favourite books. Is that really? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Because it just goes through the whole story of Alexander, then, you know, his death, and they're bringing his body back, the fight for his, his tomb, yeah. the setting up of Alexandria's um, mausoleum in in. Alec- Alexander's Mausoleum in Alexandria, and then the history of that actual city. It's, it's amazing. It, it's this idea that a whole civilization that was really advanced live, was here mm-hmm. before us is, is never not fascinating. It's the historical equivalent of looking up at the stars. You cannot be a human being and look at the stars and not be some... There can't be a part of you that doesn't just go, what the hell, when you look at stars? And it's the same thing yeah. with the Romans and yeah. the ancient Egyptians. Just... That sense of something so much bigger than you, it tickles your brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, it's amazing. You think of, you know, the just the infrastructure. I know it sounds a little bit boring. <laughs> no, it's true. Wrong, Lovely like, roads. Like, Lovely roads. There's like, there's like sewage pipes that are still working. Yeah. It's, do you know what? It's nuts. Yeah, it's nuts. What do you think we will be offering future civilizations? Do you think they'll still be using our, uh, you know, our motorways? Do you, th- do you think in, uh, you know, two thousand years time they'll still be saying, yeah, the M4 though, it really does the job. And I'm Ellie Gibson. And this is our new show, Extra Life. It's basically us talking to funny people about video games. When I was a kid, it was Grand Theft Auto. There's Sinclair ZX Spectrum. We talk about the games people remember from when they were kids and what they're playing now. Guitar Hero. The Last of Us 2. Combat on the Atari 2600. No, I love Pokemon. Anyway, find us anywhere you get your podcasts. Extra Life. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We like to listen to toast. And we're not the kind who would boast. And even in spite of the host, we still like to listen to toast. La, la, la. Oh, look at this. The Kinney Diet Orange and Herbal Flavoured Soft Drink. What's that all about, please? Oh, yeah. So um, I used to go to the island of Gozo quite a lot. Um, and that's one of their drinks that they sell over there. Um, mm. So it's like, it's like, it doesn't, it's, it's like a bitter orange, um, like um, herbal drink. But it's lovely. So do you imagine... When you go abroad, you get like a Fanta lemon, and you're like, "Wow, this is amazing!" Yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. get it anywhere. Yes, you go onto Amazon, you can get you can get them on Amazon. So you buy a crate, and you you fill your boots with it. So yeah, so Kinney, so it's a Maltese drink. This is the stuff that this is the stuff that I love about Amazon. You bringing the holiday to your front doorstep. Oh yes, yeah. so I bought for my brother um, Australia lemon. So uh, we were on the beach in Ibiza. It was just like a shack bar, mm. and they had draft Australia with lemon already in it. Oh, come and on. it was just out of this world. It was out of this world <laughs> on this beach. And then I could, I found them on Amazon bottles for them. Um, and we had them back at his house and it just wasn't the same when you're in Twickenham on a, you know, November night. <laughs> <laughs> that is true, isn't it? That's what happens. You bring the holiday, bring the taste of the holiday to your doorstep, thanks to Amazon Prime. And you're like, here we go, guys. I'm heading straight to that shack on the beach. Oh, no, no, I'm not. No, I'm, I'm yeah, it's a dark Tuesday in November, as you say. Yeah, yeah. should we call it a night? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. Okay, the Kinney Diet Orange and Herbal Flavour, very nice indeed. Um, elsewhere, uh, this is obviously, I'm a huge fan of this, 11th of December, 2012, the official Liverpool uh, FC Anfield Road L4 metal street sign oh yes that was from my mate for secret santa um i'm a big believer and advocate of thoughtful secret santas mm. there's nothing worse especially at the time i was probably single and not getting many christmas presents oh, i just get so offended when people are buying me nonsense secret santas <laughs> i'm scared of cats and i remember one person bought me a book of cats and i was just like <laughs> you don't you don't need you don't need that type of stuff. I'm loving finding out this stuff about you. You know, you, you're scared of cats. Tell me about being scared of cats, please. What, when did this happen? How does this happen? Um, all I know that is to find my life. Um, I don't know the, the start of when I was scared of cats, but I've always been absolutely, I'm talking like petrified. If a cat's on one side of the road, I'm crossing the road. Um, <laughs> no way! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's like scary like i won't go in a house if there's cats like i ask people if they have cats before i go in because they're not going to see a good version of me if if, if the cat's around so yeah how did my, this my, happen you know, what happens i was as a kid i think once my mum said don't go by that cat and then i think my friends i just got my friend's cousins and i think they threw a cat at me and it's just snowballed so it's, it's a situation where like you know if i was single meeting somebody and you know, I'd have to ask if, if they had cats because I knew that it was a situation where it wasn't going to go anywhere. 
and I'm comfortable with it. I'm not going to try to fix myself. I, I don't like cats as well. It's not that I'm scared. I don't like them as, as, as animals, but I love lions and tigers. <laughs> not scared of them at all. I can take them on. That is interesting. I've, yeah. I don't think I've ever heard of someone who's scared of cats. Obviously, people, a lot of people have been scared of dogs. I, I, I'm, I mean, sorry. So your friends threw a cat at you, basically, when you were a kid. That is, yeah. that is This is a reasonable thing. It's interesting that you've got no intention to, to change it. Oh, no, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> like there's, there's, there's a cat across the next garden and it fucks with me. It looks at me and all that type of stuff. Oh, it's, it's, yeah, it's horrible. It's like a show cat. Do you know the ones who are really proud of themselves? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Leroy Brito, scared of cats. Yeah, there's a documentary for you. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, what else have we got here? 2014, the quantum universe, everything that can happen does happen. Bang, the complete history of the universe. So, like I said, you know, you've been looking, at, uh, you know, you've got a fascination for the Roman, the Greek thing, ancient civilizations, but you're also looking up into the stars as well here, uh, Leroy. 100%. Oh, I love, I'm looking at my telescope right now, um, which I haven't used um, because I'm scared of cats. It's too dark out the garden. <laughs> so I won't go out the garden at night with the telescope and sit there because cats. <laughs> what about the musical Cats by Andrew Lloyd Webber? I, um, I was the school done that as a kid, but I think I was ill. So I missed the audition, which I was happy with. Um, so everybody used to go away once a week and go to the Royal College of Drama. And yeah. I would sit in class happy that I was nothing to do with cats. Amazing. Amazing. Mm. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, 24th of March, 2014, the Papa Smurf costume for adults. Oh, man, that was that was for the stag do in Barcelona. Oh, um, wow. I'm quite a reserved person and I don't really buy into all this. So I don't really do fancy dress that much, but it was with the boys for a stag do. Um, and the stag do, if we can go into a little bit more detail, is for Smurfs. In Barcelona, the plan was to wear Smurf outfits all the way through and go to the football. Yeah. Um, it was 30 Cardiff boys from Butte Town drinking since seven o'clock in the morning on the way to Heathrow. Oh, God. Um, there was a fight on the plane. <laughs> um, Between you, and, amongst you, or with, uh, with external? Yeah, among, amongst us. Oh, amongst God. us. I was clever, see, because I knew what these boys were like. So when everyone's booking their flights together, I said, oh, I'll just book it myself and book the flight on my own, oh. knowing that I wouldn't be connected with them. Please, please tell me you were dressed as a Smurf by yourself on a random flight. No, 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 no. I didn't I didn't actually wear the Smurf outfit because I was so fuming with them. So they had a fight on a plane. We get to our apartments. Um, the first night, we split up into two apartments and I made the beeline for just the more sensible crew. Mm. Um, the other crew... That night got, we, we both got evicted from our apartment on the first night because they were so wild. And then they expected me to dress up as a Smurf the next day. And I was just like, fuck you and your Smurfs. I'm not, I'm not going to the new camp. My first ever time at the new camp. Dressed as a Smurf. And they catch me on TV as a Smurf with you, you clowns. So yeah, I do wish that I did dress up as a Smurf, but that's one of my regrets in life. Is that right? Um, Is that right? So one of, yeah. one of your regrets, you don't regret being scared of cats, but you do regret not dressing as a Smurf at the new camp. I'm a hundred percent bought into the cat hatred. So yeah, I don't, you know, I don't wish them ill, mm. but you know, I just don't you, want to be around them you, you or their keep digging, energy. Mate. You, you keep digging, mate. Um, yeah. All right, 10th of December, 2014, adult gangster braces. Lovely. Is this for a Christmas party? Yes, it would have been a Christmas party at Sophia Gardens. 
Um, I don't know what gangster braces would mean though. It's just braces, isn't it? It's, it's just braces. I mean, just yeah, braces. If, if you're if you're gangster, then they become gangster braces. But if you're, you know, if you're meek, they're just braces, aren't they? So yeah, yeah, yeah that would have yeah. been in Sapphire Gardens Christmas party, probably like a 1920s themed. Mm. You know, yeah, yeah. So that would have been fun. I yeah, suppose. yeah. <laughs> nice. That's some fun there. There's a bit of joy. Uh, look, here we are again, February 2015, the fall of Carthage, the Punic Wars again. Gone, gone for your old school. Bit of history there. You love your yeah. history. You love your history. I do. I do. If I if I could go and do uni again, it'd probably be doing ancient history. What did you do at uni? International relations. Uh, okay. Politics. Yeah, Chap- chapter one, dressed as a Smurf in Barcelona. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> chapter two, fuck them cats. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta spice up your life in the bedroom. How about you go online and buy a sexy costume? Love it at this age doesn't have to be doom and gloom. Oh, it's time you felt so fine, you buy a sexy costume. Uh, the Andrew James Digital Baby Food Maker. Someone's been breeding 2016 now. Yeah, so my so Penelope would have been born in 2016, and that was probably the point when I gave my now wife the keys to the Amazon account. Oh, really? You're about to get defensive, are you? Okay, good to know. No, 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 it's not that. It's just now you'll see a change in the spending habits and the frequency of spending um, since she's got the, you know... Yes, I see. Okay. Nice to think of you, though. You know, you're you're heading out to Singapore one minute. Things are down. The call center's not working out. 2016, comedy's up and running. Little kid there. You've got your your now wife. Things have, you know, there's a... There's an arc towards happiness here, Leroy. Redemption. Yeah, yeah, redemption. Yeah, exactly. Twenty twenty one. You'll see. You'll see Leroy buying like cat kibbles and that type of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to get you back on. Um, August twenty sixteen. This is quite interesting. You go a bit crazy for gangster stuff. Are you writing a show or something? Mob boss. The life of little Al Darko, the man who brought down the mafia. Got him oh, no. rise and fall. Um, mafia. The final secrets. The last confessions oh. of a mob godfather. Yeah, so alongside so alongside my I suppose my Kindle love for ancient history mm. would be my I suppose specific love for New York mafia stories. Okay. Um and I would have had a few of the books in I suppose print form. So yeah. this is when I started making a transition to to digital reading a little bit more. Okay, okay. What is it about yeah. about the the sort of the New York gangster tropes that you love then? I think it's just the f- New York. I think it's just that time period in New York, like the 50s, 60s, 70s, mm. where it's almost, you just wish that you could freeze that time in New York and go there on holiday instead of going to this version of New York where there's like hipsters serving you coffee. Yeah. Does do, do that make sense for you? So it's just, yeah, I love all that. And New York's got so much in this. So you can go there and you can just do like a whole like deep dive on history of hip hop. You can go there and do a history of jazz, history of the mob. You know, I went outside Sparks Steakhouse when I went there. You can go there just for comedy. It's just, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's my, it's one of my favorite. I think it's my favorite. 
that's it in the world. Yeah, that kind of raw energy, but also brutal. I mean, it's a bit like people who, and I, I include myself in this, I, I'd love to go and live in 1940s France, right? Only because oh. I've read lots of books and seen lots of films set there. The reality is within an... What would, you be? A, would, you, would you be? Would you be early 1940s? Would you be on the Nazi side? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 occupiers, yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I've got some very right-wing opinions, Leroy. Um, <laughs> I, uh, no, I'd, I'd love to go and be in the resistance, but of course that would last an hour, then i go, this is awful. So, so it's that thing of seeing a world that is raw and that is is proper cut for literally in, in the case of new york mafia world cutthroat it's just the story i love the stories and like just knowing i've been to certain places and thinking oh wow that's where it was and it's, you know, it's just amazing Every, mm. everything about it like i love the sopranos yeah um yeah. obviously godfather films goodfellas even films like raging bull where there's like a little undertone of that type of stuff i think it's just like that nine you know that i don't know it's just new york yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 nice. I like that. I like that we've all got that edge, that place that we go to where we imagine ourselves living in a hardened world. Uh, and you've got that in spades with your, your mafia passion, which suddenly yeah, I'll, I'll be straight. I'll be straight from 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 BK Brooklyn, me. So, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But you've got that. And then 29th of June, 2017, the Boofal Mini Fluffy Red Hot Water Bottle. Oh, he's always got himself <laughs> a Boofal. You set me up there, didn't you? <laughs> Tom, if a man needs to keep himself warm at night, you need to respect that. <laughs> I mean, you can't go wrong with the Boofal Mini Fluffy Red Hot Water Bottle. Absolutely the, lovely. The Boofal is the Rolls Royce of hot water bottles. Do you like a hot water bottle? No, it's, it's um, it was so, it would be Sophie. Um, I mean, if a hot water bottle's there. They'll yeah, that's, cuddle, but, that, you know. that is what men do. Actually, it's always women who who use a hot water bottle, who fill it up, who take it to bed, and then and then whenever Beth gets one, I'm just like, I'll just grab that and have that over. Thank you. Little, just have a little squeeze. Yeah, oh, <laughs> lovely. Uh, and then this is interesting. This is really interesting. 28th of June, 2017. It's a um, it's a t-shirt. It's a t-shirt for a baby, uh, for a naught to six month old oh, baby. Oh, exactly this one. Yeah. Do you want to do you want to yeah. tell everyone what's written on the t-shirt? Will you marry my daddy? Will you marry my daddy? Yes. So we got engaged on the 5th of July in Paris, my my, um, my now wife's birthday. Mm. Um, and my plan was for to have a secret photographer take a photo of Penelope, who would have been one at the time, yeah. with, with the T-shirt. But I had a little bit of foresight thought, say, you know, you can't make one-year-old do what you want them to do. So I got her over the park a few days before we went and took a few photos with her with the T-shirt on. Um, luckily, I did because my because Sophie got food poisoning the first day and <laughs> spent the whole holiday in <laughs> in the um, in the hotel room. So I just had to propose to her by showing her a photo on the phone. Oh God! Vomit once for yes, twice for no. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, that's amazing. I love I love proposal stories that go wrong. I mean, chapter three of your international relations degree there, Leroy. How to deal with a vomiting fiance in a hotel in Paris? Exactly. Exactly. Wow. That's. A, <laughs> I love that the, the intentions are so beautiful. That's glorious that your little one puts that t-shirt on. What a wonderful way to propose, uh, and it just goes completely wrong. That is. Uh, that's excellent. Yeah, Although did, she did, yeah. she did say yes, did she? She had to. Come on. It, it would take a very hardened. Uh, 
uh, person being proposed to, a proposee, to sit there covered in their own vomit, looking at a picture of their child with will you marry my daddy on it, and then to say, no, you're all right, no. Exactly, especially when you've got a mortgage together. I mean, it would just be the most <laughs> awkward flight back, wouldn't it? Exactly. Uh, all right, listen, Leroy Brito, what we're going to do now, we're going to come crashing into the present day, uh, and we're going to have a look and see what you've been up to during lockdown. Yes. Okay, so this is where we see that um, Amazon's got a lot busier for you. Yeah, 2020, 112 orders over the year. Okay. Wow. Uh, here we go. Look, uh, June 2020, the rechargeable selfie ring light. Are you doing a little bit of little bit of filming from home, Ac- acting, standing up from home, maybe? Oh man, it was it was it would have been for Robin's gig. I've stayed away from Zoom gigs and stuff just because the practicalities of having you know children in the house and you know kids going to sleep at like eight o'clock at night, and then me trying to be downstairs and jumping around and doing stand up. So I stayed mm-hmm. away, but it was Robin's 10th anniversary gig. So I thought I'd do it, do it right. So I bought myself a cheap, um, I sound like a dick now. So the <laughs> reason I had to buy this because it was all over my living room because of our chandeliers. <laughs> <laughs> sound like a dick. Yeah, that's the problem with chandeliers. They're not great. Yeah, they're not great. Yeah, they just refract the light everywhere. Um, so yeah, I bought that for my, I think it was, I've done that and I've done that one corporate Zoom gig and that's me done for those type of mm. um yeah, to, horrific events. All right, okay, and let's have a look and see what's going on in October 2020. Oh, look, getting ready. It's all about getting ready for the baby, mate. And self back stretcher posture massager for back relaxation and pain relief. That was £11. Oh, what Tom. On Go on. Tom, as, as a man getting on, yeah, buy one of these for working from home. It's it's a game changer. Seriously? You lie down and it, it stretches. It stretches the bottom of your back. You lie over it. And you can also use it as just a support when you're just sitting on a chair working from home at the kitchen table. Or if you're like me, in my son's bed, the drawers open with a trainer box and then your laptop on there. Oh, my it's, giddy it's aunt, Leroy. See, we're, we're talking lumbar support, aren't we, mate? That's what's happening here. It's, it's, it's sexy stuff. Talking this. lower lumbar support. Let's get a niche on this. Lower <laughs> lumbar support. Oh, I see. So it's like a, it's an arch that goes, so it doesn't go across your back. It goes up your back. Yes, yes, yeah. So you lean against it. But then if you lie down, you can, you know, you, 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 arc, so you invert your back and it stretches it out a little bit. Mate, I'm I, genuinely. I'm taking a. I'm taking a shot of the screen now. I was about to. I was about to uh, click on buy now. Then I remembered I'm in your Amazon, so I'm not going to do that because I'm a professional. <laughs> anyway, listen, Lero Brito. Uh, this has been. This has been a very insightful trip through your life. We've we've followed you from. Uh, you know, call center, outbound discounts, all of that stuff. Uh, setting up gigs, having an enormous number of children, and finally, quite rightly. Taking a bit of time for yourself and fixing your bad back. Yeah, the bad back was inevitable after all the things we found yeah. out about you today. I, I think the last thing I bought as well was knee supports. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, the, yeah, there's a, there's a, there is an arc to this. So I, I, I do quite a lot of running and I find just like when I'm walking, sometimes my right knee just goes, just disappears on me. Mm. So I bought these and Tom... If I can, I wear them like ladies wear bras now. I wear them every day. Oh, yeah. Just for support. Knee bras. They're nice. Trust me. Get, get, yourself, get yourself a back stretcher, yeah. knee support. I like the idea of a knee bra. And, and a swimming electric dog. 
Yeah, the swimming electric dog. Oh, God. That was what a start that was. The floating bit of plastic in a pool at the beginning. <laughs> and uh, now we're discussing these. I've books. stepped my Amazon game up. But you see how you see how it spans your life from buying presents for your kids and now buying stuff for yourself to fix your body because the kids have broken you. Yes. This is this is the deepest I've ever been on my life. I know. Finally, Leroy, you know, finally. These still waters. I knew there was stuff under there. I've, 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 maybe I can get over the cat thing now. I can start facing... <laughs> My inner cat. You are a cat-fearing, smurf-avoiding, knee-supporting, wonderful human. Leroy Brito, thank you for coming on My Mate Bought a Toaster. Thanks for having me, Tom. Mate, what's your, what's your Twitter accounts, please? Because everyone will want to follow you and find out, and maybe they'll probably follow you and just tweet you pictures of cats, just to warn you. I know. I don't mind. At Leroy Brito. Okay, Cat Leroy Brito. Brilliant. Thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. That's the end of this week's episode. Thank you very much indeed for listening. As ever, you're all wonderful people. Uh, I'll be back next week. A couple more to go and then we're going to take a break for Christmas. I say we. I'm going to take a break for Christmas because I need to stop nosing around people's Amazon accounts. It's having an effect on my personality. It's not good for me. Uh, All right. Lots of love. See you soon. Bye. GreatBigOwl.com Hello, my name's Beth Murray, and if you'd like to hear funny people talk about giving birth, then have I got the podcast for you. Poor Richard, he made the <laughs> schoolboy <laughs> error of standing up to see the baby while I was on the operating table, and I think that's really not recommended. <laughs> you were scarred for life, he was scarred for life. In the latest series of One Torn Every Minute, a whole labour ward of new guests tell me their birth stories in hilarious and graphic detail. Gas and air can suck my... That's one torn every minute. Available now on all good podcast platforms. I suppose you wouldn't do it at all, would you, if you really thought about it? Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.